0: Welcome to the Nourished by Nature podcast, where we geek out on all things holistic health and mental wellness. I'm your host, Annika Taylor. I'm a functional health practitioner and the owner of Nourished by Nature, a wellness practice dedicated to bringing women natural solutions for vibrant mood and gut health. I'm here to offer mind-body modalities and real strategies to help you harmonize your moods, boost your energy, and ultimately allow you to be more of your true, authentic self. Let's get nourished. Nourished. Hello, hello my friend. It is so good to be able to share part of the day with you. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for joining me on episode one of my podcast. Um, and today I wanted to start off the podcast by just kind of doing an episode on what is the, you know, kind of overlooked um, root cause behind our mood imbalances, and really talk about ways that we can strengthen and create resiliency in our own bodies and minds using nervous system healing tools. So I just read online that anxiety and depression are being reported at three times higher this year than in 2019. And so, you know, that didn't really surprise me, but it's just a good reminder to understand that there are so many people on earth right now who are struggling with mood imbalances, who are struggling with, you know, um, irritability with mood swings with OCD with anxiety and panic attacks and depression and these are the people that I really really want to offer more options (laughs) because I feel like we've been given such a one-size-fits-all approach sometimes you know in our modern medical world. And that's where it's so beautiful to dive into the fascinating world of holistic mental wellness because we suddenly have all these different paths that we can take. Um energy medicine and sound healing and somatic healing and just oh my goodness, the you know the list never ends. There's so much richness that's offered to us through you know traditional modalities that we have we've had for thousands of years um and so that's really what i want to talk about on this podcast and i'm going to have guests on who will also be offering their wisdom um just so you feel more empowered and confident and calm in your own healing journey Um, whether that is a mental wellness journey or if it's you know you're healing your digestion or you just want to be a healthier individual overall you know all of these things can be addressed with holistic wellness you know so I know that we all know about the chemical imbalance theory how things like low serotonin or GABA can mess with our moods Um, and you know what if I told you that this was just a downstream effect of a deeper imbalance, and that chemical imbalances in our brain wasn't the root cause at all? Um, so that's really the approach that I take. Yes, there are chemical imbalances. We know that. We can see that. Um, but what's causing that? You know, and rather than just putting a band aid approach to our you know mental wellness, let's also look at how can we. You know, manage symptoms, but also how can we get down to why those symptoms are happening? And so, for me, you know, I use food as medicine. I use herbs. I use homeopathy. I use um, sound healing and energy healing. All of these things have been part of my mental wellness journey, and you know, I felt like I kind of like I maybe in a way i reached a plateau you know i really did reduce my anxiety and i got rid of my panic attacks and i did that through just addressing the foundations of my health i balanced my blood sugar i started healing my digestion i removed food sensitivities and you know i quit toxic job so all of these things were really part of my healing journey um but as my body was how do I say this? <laughs> As my anxiety was going away, it felt like a layer was coming up um, that also needed to be addressed and to be healed. And that was a deeper layer from you know past traumas that were stored in the body. That's where this nervous system regulation came in and helped me so much to actually be able to create resiliency and a greater just overall calm in my body, feeling present and feeling calm and alive. And so because this has helped me so much, I wanted to just dedicate this whole first episode to talking about our nervous system, the different states of our nervous system, and how to use the language of the nervous system to actually begin to balance our moods and bring us into a state of, you know, that calm aliveness, that parasympathetic state. So our nervous system is the program that is quietly running the entire show 24-7. If our nervous system is dysregulated, meaning not able to flow from sympathetic to parasympathetic easily, we can get stuck. And that's what dysregulation means. I'm gonna explain what that looks like and exactly how to start regulating our system again. Okay, so we're gonna start with those first three states of the nervous system every single human on earth has these three states. And that's why I honestly think that should be taught in schools in colleges and hospitals. Like we need to know this because this is us. This is a fundamental part of us. And if we don't understand how our nervous system works, we can never begin to understand how to, you know, heal our nervous system and, and get our moods back into feeling really good and begin, begin to heal any stored trauma, which is really important because of all of us have, you know, that to one, Degree or another, right? So let's start with that first state of the nervous system, which you'll know probably as that rest and digest. It's also part of the parasympathetic branch of the nervous system. It's the calm alive state, which is it's just my favorite name for this. This rest and digest, it's that calm alive. We're present here, we're not living in our heads, we are present, we're grounded. Um, we want to be in this state of the nervous system most of the time. So here we digest our food well, our bodies heal optimally, we can relax, we can create, we can play. And when we think about this state, you can just imagine going out to coffee with your best friend. You're able to connect authentically, you feel safe, grounded, open, you feel understood, you're just feeling all as well in the world, right? So, you know, and a helpful phrase that helps me remember, you know, kind of how this nervous system state operates is, I can do this. I can do this. When I'm in this state, I'm not feeling shut down or overwhelmed. I'm feeling just calmly alive and I can do this, you know? So that's our rest and digest. And then let's move on to our second state of the nervous system. You'll know this as our fight or flight state, and this is from the sympathetic branch of our nervous system, okay? And none of these states are either good or bad, actually, at all. They're all vital to our survival as a human being, and each one's used in our body in different important ways. So the sympathetic, this can be considered the stress response. It's a very normal, healthy response that helps us exert extra energy when we need it. So we can experience like the sympathetic energy, even just exercising, you know, getting your heart rate up, um, jogging, or even if someone walks into the room, you get a little startled. Like that's going to be that um, more activated part of our nervous system, right? So in this state, we're feeling ready for action and very hyper vigilant. There is more of a stress hormone production, you know, h- cortisol and adrenaline are pr- being produced here, um, and the phrase here is. I have to do this, you know, I have to get this done. It's a very more survival sort of energy. So some conditions associated with a chronic stuck stress response would be things like irritability, anxiety, feeling tired, but wired, higher cortisol, panic attacks, even hyperthyroid and things like that because it's a higher stress hormone production, you know, surging through the body. Um, And so that can even turn off our digestion because we're not making as much stomach acid because our body's saying, you know, we've gotta stay in this hypervigilant state. So the third state of the nervous system is called the freeze response or the trauma response. And this is actually an intelligent part of our nervous system putting us into a protective state of energy conservation. We naturally dip into this state more when we're sleeping or even sick with a cold or a flu, and if our nervous system has become overwhelmed, we can get stuck in this protective state of freeze. So if you think about it, what is trauma, you know? Like what really is it? Um it's it can be defined as something that's happened to us too fast, you know, too much too soon or not enough for too long so you could even think of that as not getting enough nutrients too long or you could think about you know getting in a car accident that's too much too fast so in the freeze response how how are we feeling because it's important for us to know how each of these actually manifests itself in our own bodies right so we might be feeling more immobilized or overwhelmed we can get more low moods depression feeling more hopeless you know low motivation Um, and the phrase here that I think of is I want to, but I can't, you know, we, we want to get unstuck, but we can't, we want to move on, but we can't, um, we want to, you know, find a better job or move out of a life experience, but we just feel too stuck and frozen. Um, and the important thing is, is like our nervous system is intelligent. Our nervous system's trying to protect us at all costs. So there's not anything wrong with you. It's actually everything is going right with you because your nervous system is responding appropriately. So conditions associated with a chronic freeze response or a chronic trauma response are things like a slow metabolism, chronic fatigue, depression, chronic immune issues, lower cortisol, and even things like hypothyroid or, you know, even like adrenal fatigue, low functioning adrenals. So now that we understand our three nervous system states, let's talk about how we can start regulating ourselves again. Being stuck feeling anxious or being stuck feeling depressed or even a mixture of both, which is very common, by the way, is just the body communicating that it does not feel safe. Our nervous system is constantly scanning the environment for cues of safety and for cues of danger. And this happens at a very subconscious level. So the technical word for this built-in safety scanner is neuroception. Neuroception. So if you get triggered and you have no idea why, maybe you feel like, wow, gosh, I'm overreacting to this situation. Like, I know I shouldn't be, but like, I just can't help it. Um, This would be a good example of your nervous system tagging something as an issue, tagging something as a danger and your body appropriately responding by putting you either into a trauma or a stress response. So... (laughs) Nothing has gone wrong. Your body's operating exactly how it's supposed to If you're like me, maybe you've tried to talk yourself out of a panic attack and learn that that doesn't really work because the part of our brain that processes emotion turns right on when we get activated and we turn off that part of our brain that's in charge of deeper thinking and logic and problem solving. It just gets turned off. So, you know, To speak to our nervous system and regulate everything again, we need to provide the body with what's called a felt sense of safety. And that is what somatic embodiment practices provide. I want you to know that your body and brain can absolutely rewire these responses and become regulated again, no matter how long it's been stuck. And that will obviously positively affect every aspect of our health along the way. So... One of the easiest ways to do this is with somatic embodiment practices because we are literally speaking the language of the nervous system. We're not using just talk therapy, which can be great, but isn't actually communicating straight to the nervous system. Somatic embodiment practices are using, um, body or a felt sense of safety in the body to communicate hey, everything's okay. You can go back into parasympathetic. So I know that we went over a lot of information on this first episode. So to integrate what we learned, I would love to just take a moment and walk you through a somatic practice. And you know what? I think I'm going to put some meditation music in the back. Let's, (laughs) why not? Let's set the mood. So this practice is easy to do anywhere, it's called orienting, and this is a non-verbal way to tell our nervous system that we're safe. Because 80% of information goes from our body to our brain, so if we can teach our body that it's safe, it's going to communicate that to the brain, which is beautiful. So I'll invite you to just get comfortable wherever you are, and we're just going to use our eyes mostly for this practice to start scanning around our space looking at a plant maybe in your office, or a beautiful painting, or even your pet who's in the space with you. So just let your eyes guide you. You can look up at the ceiling, down at the floor, and I'd invite you to take a nice deep breath in through the nose and out the mouth, noticing the cooler air coming in through the nose and warmer air coming out the mouth. And let your eyes settle wherever they want to. Right now I'm wanting to just look at this beautiful candle that I have lit on my desk and we're just communicating to our nervous system you are safe. And let's take another nice deep breath in through the nose and a cleansing breath out through the mouth allowing your system to settle and finish up looking around your space, taking that all in. You can turn your neck all the way to the right, that side of the room, and then slowly look around all the way to the left. And when you feel like your practice is complete, you can fold your hands back in your lap or place both hands over your heart. So now our practice is complete. And all that you'll do is just, after any tool like this, just pause and notice What is happening in your system? For me, I got a big yawn. (laughs) That's my system saying, thank you. That was just right. You might want to spend a longer time orienting to your space, or maybe that was just enough time for you. And every time you practice this, you know, you'll have a slightly different experience. But this is one beautiful way that I teach my clients in my program how to begin creating safety in the body. Thank you so much for joining me today on our first episode of the Nourished by Nature podcast. I look forward to seeing you on future episodes and until then, stay nourished my friend. If you'd like to learn more about reducing stress hormones and calming your moods, just download my free eat for calm guide at nourishbynature.co. Just hit the resources tab at the top of the page and you'll be able to download the eat for calm guide right there. This guide is jam-packed with food as medicine, herbal and supplement resources to help you balance your moods, hormones, and energy levels.